0: Amazing. Anybody excited to be in the room today? Amazing. It's, uh, I'm so thankful. I want to welcome everybody watching online. This is a new experience online because it's live and it's the whole service. For a long time, it's just been the message and so now you get to worship right from uh, where you're at. And man, I just want to thank you for, for being here. Whether you're watching online, you're in the room, I'm just I'm thankful. It's, I've been preaching to empty chairs for 10 weeks and they don't amen like you. Amen. I'm just saying and so uh, as much as I, I love the chat, there's nothing that just replaces some connectivity. So whether you're connecting online or you're connecting in person, I'm just going to keep fill it, filling with this until it stops annoying me, and, uh, and then we're all going to get back to normal. Okay, uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, no, so for real, if you're a guest, we'd love for, to just connect with you and uh, serve you any way uh, that we can, whether you're in the room or online, we're, we're thankful. Uh, I just want to shout out just all of our volunteers Um, right now who have just made this season so amazing and who have kept us connected and kept us inspired and kept us encouraged. Uh, It's been a hard season for everybody, and people have been just working uh, just every day. It feels like all day, every day, just making it happen, and uh, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. I want to thank every single one of you just for your generosity Um, man, you have been able to bless so many people in this season. Like just this week, you blessed administrators at Crown Point. Um, elementary, just blessing the people in the office. Those who have been handing out school lunches, you blessed them this week. Uh, uh, the Trevinos that, in their salon, all those salon owners, you blessed them this week, knocked their socks off. You can find them on social media. They were just so blown away. Uh, Pastor uh, Ismail passed away, but we're continuing our support down at Emmanuel Orphanage in Kenya, and that's all because of your generosity. You, you put groceries on, on just so many families' tables in this season. I, I, just, I don't even know the number right now because it's so many Uh, families. And so thank you for your generosity in this season. And I also want to make a a final thank you for just everyone who's taking, you know, necessary precautions. Uh, Whether you're of a vulnerable population and you're at home today taking those precautions, we we honor that and thank you uh, for taking those precautions. Whether you're uh, wearing a mask today or uh, for those of you who have started washing your hands after the bathroom, thank you (laughs) so much. Um, We really appreciate you stepping up to the plate there, right? right? I'm checking my boys over here. So, uh, we're so we're so thankful for all you're doing for real. We, we take this seriously, and, and we do just want to uh, just keep everybody safe. And you have just our commitment to 100% transparency in this season. If we learn of something, you're going to be the first to know it, and we're going to pivot, okay? So, uh, but we're just excited to be having online offerings and uh, still just the beauty of online as well. Uh, today's an exciting day because today is Pentecost Sunday. I'm excited. <laughs> How fun is that, that this all kind of started around Lent season, uh, which is a season really about giving up and stuff and sacrificing, and uh, that's kind of tough um, to give up and sacrifice, and we gave up a lot. We gave up a lot in this season, uh, but I'm excited to be back today on Pentecost uh, Sunday. I want to give you a little bit of history, and so kids, um, stay awake with me here, okay? You can do it. We're going to do a little bit of history just on what Pentecost is. It's really one of the three major Jewish feasts, uh, Jewish festival, feast, pilgrimage uh, for people that would come to, uh, to Jerusalem three times a year. And one of them, uh, the, the, the men would, and uh, one was Pentecost. And it celebrated, in Jewish tradition, it celebrated the receiving, uh, or the, excuse me, the giving of the law from God. 50 days after uh, they were delivered from Egyptian slavery. So they had been generations in slavery 50 days after that. God set them free, and then he gave them the law. Don't, don't ever forget that order. He set them free. Then, then the law was to keep them free. We talked about freedom last week. We, we've already been given it through life of surrender as how we can keep it. And, and, and so as we uh, look into the New Testament, so Pentecost is really, it, it's a, a Greek word of uh, Shabbat is, is the, the Hebrew word of what they celebrated. So the, there's a, a Jewish um, Pentecost and then there's a New Testament, Christian Pentecost. And for Christian Pentecost came 50 days, same thing. After the resurrection, so it's the deliverance out of Egypt and then in the new testament it's it's uh, the resurrection of Jesus that takes place and then fifty days after that we find the day of Pentecost, but Pentecost is more than a day. it is uh, the beginning of God's outpouring of his spirit to believers every day an immersion in his presence every day to carry us into the completeness that is will find in, in resurrection, and so uh, it happens, to, so Pentecost, if you've ever wondered what that is, it really just means 50 days, 50 days after, and, and so I'm excited to just teach on this today, and because here's what I know, we, we've gotten a lot of different uh, maybe understandings about what Pentecost is and what it isn't, um, and we've all kind of grown up in different backgrounds, and, and I think a lot of us, we may know what Pentecost Sunday is now, but we don't know why we need the Holy Spirit. And I want to teach on why we need the Holy Spirit, because it's apparent to me, as it's probably apparent to you, we need help right now. And the good news is that God sent a helper. He sent a helper. Uh, Francis Chan, a few years back, wrote a book, penned a book called Forgotten God, around how in many traditions, the teaching has lacked or has not been there, or it's been negative teaching about the role and the purpose of the Holy Spirit in our life. And so I just want to teach you today today and hopefully give uh, you an understanding that there is power and there is a helper that is accessible to you. Not just today, but every every single day, no matter what you're going through, there is a helper available to you. And his name is the Holy Spirit. We pray God the Father, God the Son. We don't pray God Holy Spirit, help me enough. And that's why I want to teach you to just pray that simple prayer today. Holy Spirit, Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me. I want to teach you on what the four purposes are, and Jesus tells us throughout His ministry, throughout His life, He tells us why we need uh, the Holy Spirit. And I want to walk through those uh, today. But Jesus actually said, "It's good for you that I go." Jesus said to His disciples, "It's good for you that I go." And I don't know about you, but um, you know, if Jesus came to you and said, "Hey, it's good that I go," and you are like, "No, it's not good." that you go. <laughs> it's, it's good that you stay. Um, and, and Jesus says, no, it's good that you go, because when that I go, when I go, the Holy Spirit will come. And I want to talk about the day. Um, and so let's go to uh, Acts chapter 2. We'll read just kind of the beginning glimpses of it, and then we'll work our way through really wh- why we need the Holy Spirit so bad today more than, than ever. Uh, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a sound uh, like a, a like that of the blowing wind, came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Uh, All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. We're going to continue to pass through this text and and understand more of this. But this is the the day of Pentecost. It follows really Acts chapter 1, verse 4, when Jesus tells his disciples, Jesus has appeared after his resurrection to hundreds, if not thousands, in the 40 days after he resurrected, before his ascension that we find in Acts chapter 1, um, uh, about eight verses in. And Jesus says to them, he said, you're going to go and you're going to be clothed with power, Um, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And I think that's where I want to start us today, just back one chapter of why we need it. So he says, go and wait 10, 10 more days, and then you're going to be clothed with power. So I have four reasons what I want to share with you today of why we need the Holy Spirit. And the first one is because God's purpose for your life is bigger than what you can accomplish on your own. God's purpose for your life is bigger than what you can accomplish on your own. I need a kid to help me. I need a kid who knows like, what they want to be when they grow up. Any kid that knows what they want to be? I've got some younger kids in the room. And you, know, Beckett, hey, I'll get my son. He, if he's the only one, come on. He's been in illustration his whole life. He's usually not in the room when he's in illustration. Today he is. Come on, buddy. Come on up here. All right, so I need, I need your help because I, do you know what you want to be when you, you grow older. I think I know what it is. What is it? Yeah, he wants to be a Lego engineer, a Lego builder. Like, they got really into Lego Masters. And uh, anybody else watch that show? That was a, that was a fun little show. Yeah, some some Lego fans out there. Um, so let's just kind of play this out for a second. Let's imagine Lego Lego building is awesome. Like you love that. You think it's the best thing in the world. You guys build some really cool stuff, and they've got a little digital camera that they're recording, and they're getting ready for their YouTube channel. So just hang on there. The Camden Show, is, I think that's what they've been calling it. The Camden Show is coming to YouTube uh, soon. So, Becca, I want you to imagine that I've got, I've got uh, you know, 10 puzzle pieces here, okay? Okay, and you've got one of those, okay? And you've got one puzzle piece, and that is your dream, to be a Lego engineer, to be a Lego builder, right? Sounds like the best thing in the world, but w- what if I told you that actually behind God's back are nine other pieces to the puzzle, And that looks amazing to you with that one piece. It's a piece of art. It's amazing. But what if I told you that behind God's back are nine other pieces that are greater than anything you can ever imagine? Because I think that you probably, and maybe that is God's dream for his life. Maybe that is what you will end up being. Maybe that is God's purpose. But behind God's back there's nine more pieces in order to, to have everything that God has for you he, all of his greatest purposes bigger than what you can accomplish on your own it, it's actually hidden behind the back and God invites us to let the Holy Spirit lead us into that that we need the Holy Spirit to, to walk into his greatest purposes for his life now you may end up being a Lego builder and that may be the dream but there, there's I think for a lot of us thank you buddy give it up for Becky. he's awesome thank you buddy love you dude you can be seated He's like, I'll just stay up here. like, I'm comfortable up here. That's all good. Um, For so many of us, we're living with one piece. As John Piper said, um, God is doing 10,000 things in your life, and you understand about three of them. You know about three of them. And just let that sink in for a second. God's purpose, and when I say purpose, I mean purposes, and there's no way for us to fathom, bonus points, fathom the depth of God's plans for your life and purposes. But here's what I do. I know they're good, and I know they're more than what you can do on your own. What Jesus said to his disciples is you need this power to be my witnesses because as we've been talking since the beginning of the year, God's purpose for our life is real simple. He's got primary purposes and secondary purposes. The primary purpose is to love him and to love others. We talked about that last week uh, when we began this series. And we've been talking about it since the beginning of the year, that to find delight in God, to find our satisfaction in him, loving him first. Jesus said it differently. He he said, if you'll seek me first in my kingdom, everything else is going to fall into place. But so many of us are spending our time on the secondary purposes. We're trying to be a great spouse. We're trying to be a great parent. We're trying to build a great business. And we're spending 100% of our efforts on our, secondary, on our secondary purposes. And they're good purposes. They're a part of the purposes. But we're getting it wrong if we don't put the focus back to delighting ourselves in him, loving him, delighting ourselves, being satisfied in him. And everything else is going to be fine. Everything else is going to fall into place if we'll just get that right. And so here's a simple prayer. Here's your application for every single one of us today. Here's our application. Tomorrow, today, I I want you to just learn to pray. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Why? Because this is bigger than what I can do on my own. The depths and love of God's love in our life, he wants to take us deeper than what we've ever been before, church. He, He wants to move us past religion into relationship. He wants to move his past um, complacency into passion. He, he wants to move his past apathy in, into just purpose, a, into a life that matters, and it's bigger than you can accomplish on your own. you got to believe that today, and as you pray, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me know you more, and help me make you known. That's our first prayer. That's the first pr- uh, purpose of why we need the Holy Spirit so much is because he's got purposes bigger than we can accomplish on our own. The second thing, is because God's truth is deeper than what we can comprehend on our own. God's truth is deeper than what we can comprehend on our own. There's been a lot of things in this season that have been utterly exhausting. Can I get an amen to that at least, right? One of those things that have been utterly exhausting is the different messaging we're getting from doctors who are telling us two different things, from scientists who disagree, from politicians. Come on, it takes a full-time job to see through the political partisanship. You're right, come on, it needs a full-time job just to see through all the junk. But, and so it's been exhausting to try to figure out what's true, what's right, like what are we supposed to be doing? Do you want me to wear a mask or do you not want me to a mask? Do you, am I at home or am I free to go out? Can I go to church or can I not do it? And we're just, we're just exhausted because we're trying to find the truth and it's been very hard to discern in this season. And here's the reality. Every single one of us, we have a side of the story. Every single politician, every single leader, every single person under the sun, they've got a perspective that's shaped by experience, by the things they've gone through, and not one of us are the keeper of objective truth. I am not the keeper of objective truth. You are not the keeper of objective truth. Why? We are not qualified to be the keeper of objective truth. I've been wrong a lot of times. God has never been wrong. He is just. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the, tr- the truth. It is, he is the truth. He doesn't have to tell the truth. It is very, his very nature of who he is. Just like you don't have to wake up and make sure your eyes are blue or bright. Just like that is just natural to your being and ha- since you've been created. Since the beginning, ever. He is truth. It is shaped around him. Justice and holiness and glory is wrapped around him. And so why do we need the Holy Spirit? Because we're not the keeper of all truth. Here's what Jesus said. Here's why he said we need the Holy Spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth. But Paul talks about it in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and he, and he talks about what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, the things that the human mind has conceived, the things that God has prepared for those who have loved him, right? It's bigger than what you can imagine, right? We just talked about that. And here's what he says. These are the things that God has revealed to us by his spirit, not by my reason. Like God gave us a brain, so let's not be Ignorant. God's given us wisdom, let's don't be stupid, okay? We're prideful when we move past reason and wisdom. We're prideful, okay? But God's wisdom supersedes all of that. He is the keeper of objective truth, and we need, here's the thing, the journey into God's truth, the depth of God's truth, requires God's guidance into it. So so here's the application for us. Pray, Holy Spirit, help me draw you, like to know you more. But Holy Spirit, help me know the truth. Help me live my life in wisdom, your wisdom, God. Help me have discernment over whether I should be in person or online. God, help me have wisdom to how to act, how to lead my business. God, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. So you can pray that, Holy Spirit, help me, I want to know your truth. And what does it declare? It declares humility, not only is this bigger than me, but I'm not the keeper of all truth. It's a declaration to say, Holy Spirit, help me. And here's the news. Here's the good news. We're not in this alone. We have a helper in the Holy Spirit. Here's the third purpose why we need the Holy Spirit in our life so badly now more than ever. It's because God's purpose for your life is not going to be easy to accomplish. Beckett, kids in the room, teens in the room, adults in the room, God's plan for your life, it's not going to be easy. Sometimes we we get deceived to believing. Sometimes some of us, we got tricked into the faith because we believed somehow or somebody told us everything was going to be perfect in our life after we said yes to Jesus. And do I have any believers in the room or online who just know that ain't the case? It's not always going to be easy. Here's what Jesus said. He said, in this world, you're going to have trouble. But take heart, for I've overcome the world. In this world, you're going to have trouble. It's, it's going to happen. Like Lego Master is not going to be easy. Right? Starting the business, starting the ministry, it's not going to be easy. Being a parent is not going to be easy. Being a, being, uh, going through the things that you've gone through is not going to be easy. To we need the Holy Spirit to guide us, because here's the word that Jesus uses throughout the, the New Testament, and particularly in the Gospel of John, to describe the Holy Spirit. It's the Greek word paraclete. Maybe you've heard this. You've heard this. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go to that scripture. Let's go ahead and go there. Thank you very much. Uh, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate, it gets translated here, to help you and to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. So the the Greek word here for advocate, it gets translated counselor, it gets translated comforter, advocate, helper. Here's the deal: it's not gonna be easy, but Jesus said it's good that he goes because then Jesus isn't in one location, He's with every single one of us all the time, 24-7, and He has sent a helper for us to accomplish what what the purpose that he has for us because it's not gonna be easy. We need the Holy Spirit. Now, if you want to live with secondary purposes and one piece of the puzzle, and that's all you desire for God's plans in your life, then you can do that on your own. You'll do, you'll do moderately well, right? Some of us will not do very well. Like We, we know we are just, we're just a wreck without the Holy Spirit in our life giving us power. Some of us will make it. We'll, we'll get through life, but then we'll be greatly disappointed when we stand before God because we'll realize on what we missed. And I don't ever want to find that out that way. I know it now, and so I submit my life to God now, and I say, help me, Holy Spirit, live all that you have for me. Help me to to know your truth today, God, and and Holy Spirit, help me. The the, the word paraclete in the Greek comes from para, which means uh, beside, and cleat, which means to call. So God the Father has called his spirit to your side. Right where you're at in your room, right where you're at in the sanctuary today, the Holy Spirit is, God has called the Holy Spirit right beside you. The Holy Spirit has been active in the world since the beginning of creation. It was the Spirit, the Ruach of God, the breath of God that hovered out over the chaos that's formed in in Genesis chapter 1. It's not going to be easy to accomplish, and so we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Helper, Because it's been really hard. This life's not easy. In the past 10 weeks, 12 weeks has not been easy for anybody. Emotionally, physically, financially. I think we should all just jump on a Zoom call this week with a grief counselor. I think we could really use it. Anybody else? Like you could just, (laughs) for the tragedies that we're seeing every time we open our phone, every time we look on the news. It's like, what's going on, God? What's going on? And I know, as I just I know this body, you've been through so much. I, I I know, like some of you have lost your job, some of you have lost parents, you've lost grandparents, you've uh, you've lost children in this past year. You've weeped over the things that you're seeing in this world, and we're like, I don't know what to do. And here's what we know: what we have, though, is the Holy Spirit, the Counselor, the Comforter. The helper that no matter what we're going through, we have a helper and we have a comfort. We need God's power and we need his presence. We need the Holy Spirit in our life to comfort us. And sometimes the Holy Spirit's working through his body. Not sometimes. He's always working through his body because we've been clothed. We've been not only filled with his Holy Spirit, but we've been immersed in his spirit baptizo, which means immersion, that we live immersed in the depths of his presence. That's where God wants us. That's where our power is. And when we're constantly saying, God, I am not my own. I am filled with your spirit and your power, and I want to live out your purpose as hard as it might be today. So we pray not only, Holy Spirit, help me come to know you more. Holy Spirit, guide me into all truth, but Holy Spirit, help me endure Holy Spirit, comfort me. And I just think that somebody can have a 180 today, watching online or in the room. You can have a 180 emotionally in your life if you'll just know and recognize the Holy Spirit is there for you. He is a comforter and a counselor. You just gotta say, Holy Spirit, comfort me right now. I need your touch. I need your presence. And the final thing, the band can come. God's purpose for your life, God's purpose for his church is expressed through unity and diversity. Unity and diversity. God's purpose for his church is expressed through unity and diversity or and diversity. If we look into Acts chapter 2 and we read just, just a couple verses uh, beyond that, here's what it says beyond uh, verse 4, where we stop. Verse 5. Now there were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. And when they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment. That means kids, they didn't know what was going on. They were confused. They didn't know what was happening because each one of them heard in their own language being spoken. So there's the disciples in the upper room, and the wind, this violent wind, goes on, and and they begin to to speak in other tongues and other languages of what's taking place here, and they don't know what's taking place. And by verse 12, here's what they're asking. They're they're recognizing as people are just like rushing through people, immigrants. They were at the festival of Pentecost. Remember, so they are all coming together from all over the place. Scripture says there is Egyptians and there is Asians and people with all kinds of different skin tone, all all kinds of different languages. And and we know as we look in the Old Testament, it's a Hebrew, it's the Hebrew Bible, it's the... The Old Testament, it's the story of God's love for Israel and how he was expressing his love to all of creation through these people. And there were people from other countries and other ethnicities that became Jews in the Old Testament, like we know about many of them. But, but there is something here that we cannot afford to miss. Because you're seeing on the news what I'm seeing on the news, because you're weeping over the things I'm weeping about. And we don't have answers for it because the answers are many and they're overwhelming. It's like, where do I start? As a white dude. What can I do? But I want you to see this picture that God gives us so vividly of his kingdom. People from all over the world... As diverse as they be, they were wearing different things, they spoke a different language, and all of a sudden, when God began to pour out his spirit, none of that mattered. It didn't cease to, their culture didn't cease, but there was unity. Between all their diversity, there was unity. There was unity of spirit. We do church differently and we express ourselves differently, our cultures are very different. But there is unity because God's spirit that spoke over the chaos in Genesis 1 is the, the same spirit that's alive today that's speaking over the chaos of our world. And the same ruach, the same breath of God that breathed in Adam is the same ruach of God that's in your lungs right now. I don't care what pigment is in your skin. It's the same ruach of God. And so every life is sacred. Unborn, in a vulnerable population, living in a different country, or living in prison today, or whatever melanin is in their skin, they're sacred. And we get a vivid, vivid image of complete diversity, like more diversity than what we've got in our city, in our, in, in our, in our room right now, sitting in your home, and on your contact, more diversity than that. And Jesus is showing us, God is showing us today. That this is his plan for his kingdom. This is what heaven's going to look like. And I'm telling you, if you're uncomfortable with that in his church, if you're uncomfortable with that in your life, I don't know what to tell you about heaven. Because it's going to be just a glorious expression of of all, just the peak of the beauty of every single one of those cultures just represented in, in heaven, in the glory of heaven and the expression of God. So this is God's plan for us. This is God's plan for his church, his unity and diversity. And so I don't know where all this is landing with you today, but I hope today that you know that you need the Holy Spirit in your life. And I need the Holy Spirit in my life every day. And it's just simple. I say, God, help me. Help me get my primary purpose right first, to love you. And, and to make you known. I hope you never open your Bible again without first praying, Holy Spirit, help me know your truth. Just pray it. Holy Spirit, will you guide me? I, I hope you never sort through complex problems that you're dealing right now without first praying, Holy Spirit, guide me into the truth. I hope when you're depressed and you're lonely and you're weary and and the God's purpose and plan for your life is just exhausting, I hope in that moment you will just be quickened to know I can pray, Holy Spirit, help me endure. Holy Spirit, comfort me right now. Counsel me because my heart's a wreck, my mind's a wreck. Holy Spirit, counsel me. And as you see the glorious expression of diversity and unity, you know that we as God's church are called to, to be a representation of his kingdom on earth Come on, I'm going to say it again. On earth, we get a picture of that in Acts 2, and I want to see a picture of that in our city. I want to see a picture of that in every city. As divisions happen all around us, God's church needs to stay united. We we can't fix everything, but we can do this right here. We can say, God, help me. Help me just embrace the beautiful diversity of every personality, of every skin tone. I pointed to my wife. She started laughing. Every person, because she's a personality, Right? God, help me. Help me. I want to pray with you today. I don't know where you're at. If you're struggling with purpose right now, suicide rates are higher than they've ever been before. In ages 10 to 24, it's the second leading cause after after accidental death. Second leading cause, 20% of kids between 10 and 24, suicide. That's how they're dying. I don't know if that's it. I don't I don't know if you're just so confused and perplexed with all that's going on. You need this truth. If you need this comfort today. If you need God to shape some things in your heart when it comes to be unified in diversity. And just remember, like, he's our advocate. He is fighting for us. He's fighting for us, church. I want to ask you to stand. I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to ask this band to just continue to lead us in worship today. I'm so thankful that you're here, whether you're watching online. Let's don't leave this moment We're going to worship, and here's where we just get to pray. We just get to open our heart and say, Holy Spirit, help me. Come on, will you bow your heads with me? Holy Spirit, here we are. Help us. Holy Spirit, help us. We need your presence, God. We need your power. God, you've given us a purpose that's bigger than what we can vaguely even imagine, God. We know three things of the 10,000 things you're doing, God. God, we're weary, we're tired, we're exhausted, we're frustrated, we're angry. God, we need you to work in our heart today. God, so we just open ourselves up. Come on, will you just open yourselves up? Maybe open your hands up right where you're at. Say, God, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. There's gonna be prayer partners down here. Uh, if you're in the room, you can click that right on. somebody's ready to, to pray with you online, they'll reach out to you. You can text 97000 and we'll connect with you. But just wherever you're at, we wanna pray with you. God, we thank you for your presence and power. God, would you just stir new life? Would you stir revival in our spirit as we open ourselves up to the working of the Holy Spirit today and every day? In Jesus' name we pray.